When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky Athletics and your next move. Live from the Mountaineering Club, high atop graduate Seattle. Both arms up, touchdown Washington. This is the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Attacking and explosive is what I'd like to really think we're going to be. The Husky Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. Now, alongside Coach Kalen DeBoer, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. All right, we are live at the Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor of the Graduate Hotel in Seattle for the Husky Football Coaches Show here in mid-October. Coach, uh, a little Halloween feel with all the smoke we got going on outside right now. It's, it's been kind of crazy, but uh, hey, you're in the middle of this football season. Five and two start. Huskies coming off a game at home against Arizona. A high-scoring shootout, 49-39, um, and, and a record-setting offensive day for these Huskies. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great day in Husky Stadium. Our guys got, I think, good vibes, uh, you know, uh, anytime we walk in there and I think uh, familiarity is one of them because we practice in there every day. But uh, also just, you know, the excitement that uh, surrounds, you know, our fans being there and uh, wanting to make plays. And we got nothing but good memories right now, uh, you know, after five home games. And so uh, the guys were excited to get back. And uh, we did a good job, I think, early on getting uh, the fans up out of their seats, being able to put some points on the board and, uh, of course, finish strong. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, our, our crowd really kind of showed up, and, and it, it was a place that got loud. Yeah, and yeah. there was a lot going on in Seattle last weekend, no but we had great fan support, and it was really fun to see. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, going to be uh, partners uh, of the city with the other sports teams here too. And so uh, certainly uh, the Mariners and all that they had going on was fun following that. And I know we were probably splitting up a few fans there and forcing <laughs> them to make some decisions, which is hard. But – um, it was uh, it was a great season for them, and uh, you know, um, you know, glad to appreciate everyone who came and watched us. Yeah, 49-39 win for the Dogs over Arizona. So we'll talk about that win over the Wildcats here coming up in a moment that, that gets the Huskies to 5-2 and two on the season. And then we'll also preview this weekend's game on the road against California, going down to Berkeley to take on the Bears. Hey, if you're in town for a game, make sure you visit Graduate Hotel Seattle, handcrafted hotel in the heart of the U District. From the panoramic views of our rooftop bar to our pet-friendly Art Deco digs, Graduate Seattle is the smartest place to stay for Husky fans. Check us out online, Graduate Hotels. Com. More with head coach Kalen DeBoer coming up on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. 
In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill and less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. It's time to bring the big game to your backyard with battery power made by steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just $199.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real steel. Find yours. All prices SNWSRP. Snap to Penix. Penix, plenty of time. Back to pass. Lobs it deep down the field. Adunze beat his man. And he bobbles it into his own breadbasket for a touchdown. How about that fingertip catch? Roma Dunze holds on. And the Huskies strike quick. 45 yards. Penix to Adunze. His fifth touchdown catch of the year. Dogs lead 27 to 14. Unbelievable play by Roma Dunze. Great find by Michael Penix. That is your Air Van move of the game. Brought to you by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football, and your next move. Coach, I'm sure you'd love for him to catch it cleanly, but, you know, one of the cool things I saw on social media was a still shot photo that I think Washington football put out of just the concentration that Rome had while his body is parallel to the ground, like hanging in the air, like going after that football on that play. Uh, just an awesome catch. Really cool play. Well, he, he, uh, yeah, he made it interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> um, you know, and the ball was a little bit higher and further away than I probably thought it was uh, when it happened in the game, but uh, just a great throw. And Mike was dialed in and put it where he needed to be and, um, you know, Rome just sticking with it um, doesn't surprise me. Uh, Rome's pretty sure-handed, so uh, the bobble caught me by surprise. Yeah, um, but uh, he stuck with it and was going to find a way to pull it in. Did you um, ever take a, a look through the record book before uh, you, this season started at all? Never had any idea no. any, any of those records. No. Michael Penix, 516 yards through the air, most in Husky history in this win over Arizona, sets a school record for most passing yards in a single game breaking Cody Pickett's 21-year-old record from the 2001 Arizona game. I mean, what do you say about a performance like that? Yeah, no, I hadn't um, looked through it uh, to know even where the record was at and in most of them, whether it be team or individual. So, um, you know, that's it's pretty cool. Uh, Mike, I think, was just short of a record throwing, uh, you know, at uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he has it there, but... It'd been really cool to have it at two different schools, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So, but that is pretty cool because you think about all the great quarterbacks that have been here, and you know, shoot, we had we had another one on campus today. Uh, Jake Locker, Mm. you know, was uh, was there today, and it was really cool getting actually first time meeting him. We've uh, exchanged messages and so forth, but Cody Pickett and uh, so many more. You know, uh, Marcus uh, Tuyasopo, you know, reaching reached out to. Make sure he congratulated uh, Michael as well. You know, just a pretty cool fraternity of quarterbacks. It goes on and on and on uh, here at UW. Yeah, no question. Uh, Marcus on the Cal staff, uh, at least I haven't yeah. checked this year. But, yeah, I mean, he has been. No, he's not with them this year. Yeah. He, he's not with them this year. He's but at Rice. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yep. But um, anyway, yeah, I mean, just a, a, a litany of great quarterbacks over the years. And uh, Michael Penix adding his name um, to, to that list with the 516 yards. Other records to go down, most consecutive 300-yard passing games. That's seven in a row in seven games 
games for Michael Penix. Uh, that ties Cody Pickett's record. If he gets 300 this weekend at Cal, that'll set a new mark. But what's that say about the consistency yeah. that number nine has had this year? Yeah, it's consistency across the board. It's the it's the offensive line has been super consistent protecting him. Um, the guy's making plays, and uh, Mike's been really steady. You know, uh, he's had games where um, – you know, he didn't play the whole game early on, and he's had games where he's had to bring us back and keep fighting. And uh, he had this game where we were in the lead, but he had to keep playing, mm -hmm. you know, and we needed every throw he had uh, even in the fourth quarter. So um, he's done it different ways, whether the pressure's on him because uh, we're behind or, or you know, fourth downs and third downs. I mean, he just continues to just stay composed stay within himself, believe in his uh, his own skill set, believe and trust that he can make the play, and, of course, those around him. Roma Dunze uh, sets a, a new Washington receiver mark, fourth straight 100-yard game. That's a new record at the University of Washington. A lot of great receivers to have come through here as well. No one's had back-to-back-to-back-to-back 100-yard games. Rome is, is pretty dialed in these days. Yeah, not that. Who did he beat? Who had it? So there were several with three. Reggie okay. Williams has, has okay. done it like two or three times in his career. Okay. All yeah. Right. You know, it's uh, it's awesome. And couldn't be happier for, you know, these guys because they're just such good people. Uh, they work hard and uh, team-oriented guys. It's not about the records. It's just about going out and winning football yeah. games. Well, I was going to ask you. Uh, it's a perfect follow-up. Um, Rome has been sensational statistically for sure. Um, how much of that is set up by the fact that, you know, on the other side of that line, you got a, a real threat in Jalen McMillan and you got Jalen Polk out there. And I mean, oh, these teams, these teams can only, they, they can only field 11 players out there. There's no question. Um, and Rome is great, but uh, I mean, he's got, you know, Taj and um, JP, uh, you know, Jalen Polk and had an, had an inside fade route, you know, that I think really um, to the field earlier in the game, I think the second quarter probably no it would have been uh going from our right to left and uh you know that was where we had jalen and rome into the boundary um and now you know you're forcing them to match up to jp in the field and if you think about where the throw went to rome mm -hmm. it was into the boundary later on in the game you know and so um mike obviously knows that and the plays play off the plays you know and when someone's making a play to the field earlier in the game out of a similar formation um, the safety coverage and, you know, you can move those guys a little bit more to where, you know, Rome was really isolated one-on-one -on -one versus the corner. Yeah. You just brought up uh, a formation that we've seen a lot this year. Uh, I've, I've, I'm not sure I've seen so many um, trip sets into the boundary as I have with, with our offense. What do you like about kind of, kind of uh, disrupting the balance of a formation um, in certain situations. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this long enough now, and people know our offense that, that sit and study it, and there's no secrets. I think the, the key is is changing tempos, changing the looks, um, making a defense have to identify things quickly, whether it's because of motions or shifts, um, you know, quick tempos, like I said earlier, um, changing of uh, – you know, empty to, you know, um, you know, not empty and back and forth. And giving as many different looks forces that team to obviously every week have to come up with all these checks. And some people think playing defense is just really easy. You just put, you know, but if you have an offense that can attack all areas of the field, mm -hmm. you know, they, they got to give up something. And, um, you know, uh, Grubb does a great job of keeping the defenses on their toes by making sure we kind of check our boxes that we have you know, with making sure the ball is the playmakers and this formation and this tempo and this, you know, these different looks that we show week in and week out. And what really happens is now you uh, get to week seven in the season and there's this just um, bank of plays right. and formations that is so deep um, and it's easy to us. But, they, you know, I really feel like sometimes defenses don't know where to start when they're getting prepared to play us uh, because – it's week seven, there's too much. There's too much for them to look at. And, you know, we figure out how we want to attack it. And we dress it up a little bit differently. And a lot of the times it's the same play call for us as far as the concept and the read. It's just a different different look that we're coming out of. Hmm. Uh, let's talk defense a little bit. Um, you know, last week Arizona is a pretty prolific offense themselves that we went up against. Uh, I thought the defense took a step forward in, in third down 
numbers. Uh, got off the field seven out of the 11 third downs. What, what did you see in those situations? Well, I thought the defense, um, you know, I broke it down to the team this way. The first part of the game, the defense didn't allow a score of the first four out of five possessions. Yeah. You know, and so that was huge because it got us a little bit of a cushion. Um, and then, um, you know, the offense did a nice job in the second half, continued to just put the pressure really from the last possession before we went into that locker room on, except for the missed field goal, you know, we scored. And so good complimentary football as far as one side of the ball picking up the other when the other one wasn't just on hitting on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, like you said, on, fourth, on third down, um, the defense was better, you know, and you're not just going to all of a sudden just – go from like really struggling to having it all figured out you know where everyone's um where, where everything uh, especially against a good team like arizona who can throw it um we kept them i think in longer situations that helped mm -hmm. us yep. um and that's a lot of it is going to be the matchup against their offense you know they didn't run the ball as well and we were able to slow that down a team like ucla who can run the ball gets themselves into favorable down a distance it's yeah. harder to get off the field on third down you know and so um, that balance that UCLA has versus maybe what UC Arizona had, even though it's an explosive pass game. I think Arizona's pass game is right up there with ours, maybe in some close. categories, you know, even more yards per game. So, um, you know, it was, I thought it was a step forward, and we got to keep taking those steps. And I think we, uh, we, again, last week felt we had a better practice. A couple guys, you know, Asa's back in there in the mix mm. now. You know, um, really he didn't practice at all getting ready for Arizona State. You know, it's unfortunate he got hurt. He took a couple snaps during the week uh, just to try to get on the field. And last week, uh, you know, he was able to do that. I think that helped us, and we were better there. And this week's the same now. Um, you know, we'll just keep building. And one guy here, one guy there, giving us a couple reps to keep a guy here uh, fresh. You know, I think that's another part of it too, especially when it comes to the tackling part, is keeping guys fresh. And um, love to see us take that next step here this week against Cal. To back up your point about down and distance, average third down to go uh, distance for UCLA was 5.1 yards. Arizona State was 4.9 yards. Arizona was 8.2 yeah. yards. Yeah, so, I mean, when, when you win first and second down, yeah. uh, increased chances of getting off the field there on third down. Uh, we, we talked about it going into the game. Would like to see a few more turnovers. Yep. We didn't give up any of those, but we weren't able to get our hands on any. So that's that's one over the last 12 quarters. Yeah. And is it just a is it just a drought? Are you guys doing the things you want to see in order to force them? And sometimes they just don't come, or, or do we need to be a little more aggressive? I, I thought there was probably about three or four situations where we were really close mm -hmm. um, to getting it out, you know, and um, you know attacking the football. And we've gotten it out really when when the quarterback's the guy with the ball, and I thought for sure. Uh, we talked all week about Delora uh, and a little bit about his ball security in the pocket. And then I thought number two, um, as explosive as he was, sometimes uh, it was hanging down by his hip a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought we might have almost had him one time too. But, uh, you know, they, they kept it uh, in possession of it. and We didn't quite get it stripped out. So it comes down to just getting more guys to football. And, um, I thought the UCLA game we were – poor getting to the football um, we got isolated a little bit more maybe than any other team um, and so there wasn't as many guys right there but I even thought our pursuit wasn't quite at the level it's been for most of the season I thought this week was even better um, than last than, uh, Arizona State so uh, we just got to keep working at it and the guys you guys uh, see it and they believe it and you know, um, they're they're definitely wanting to get it fixed more and more every week. Yeah. Uh, step forward in the third down that we talked about. Um, probably one thing that just hurts is the explosive plays. I, I think they got about 80% of their yards on, a, on approximately 19 or 20 snaps. There's just a handful yeah. of chunk plays in this one that seem to hurt. Is that just youth of the defense? So what, what do you chalk a, uh, a lot I mean, of those They got to? their one-on-ones. And when, yeah. we, when we, you know, there just comes a point where, you know, you try not to allow that one-on-one -on -one matchup to happen, but, um, you know, good offenses are going to find a way to isolate somehow, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, the big tall receiver, the freshman. Um, McMillan. McMillan, you know, um, got isolated. You know, you can really isolate a guy into the boundary, you know, or, or I guess in different ways if you have another complimentary receiver, much like we're talking about with Rome and Jalen McMillan. Yeah. And, you can you can find a way to get a one on one pretty much anywhere um, in my mind you know and so they did a good job of throwing it up um, 
to him outside, and then uh, they hit the inside fade for a touchdown, you know, uh, in the fourth quarter, um, you know, in one-on-one -on -one opportunities. And we're trying to, you know, eliminate those, stay out of those situations as much as possible. But, um, you know, if you want to have any creativity at all, you know, and do something a little bit different once in a while, uh, you pick and choose your times and, and you roll the dice a little bit. But yeah. I told the team that, uh, told the defense that, you know, what you just said was at halftime, if you could take about three plays of, out of the game, um, I mean, they'd shut them down, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I felt like the press pressure, the, pre the, uh, the pressure on the quarterback was mounting more and more. And we saw it at the end of the game, guys got home. Uh, so, um, you know, again, a lot of work to do, but uh, felt like there were some positives. As a defense, I'm sure, gets tired over the course of 60 minutes. How proud of you, uh, how proud of the effort were you in, in that final drive to, to really, you know, get those couple of sacks and knock them back and into a, a bad field goal situation that, that ultimately ends up sealing the win? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Win in, win in critical moments, right? So win on third down, win on fourth down, win when the game's on the line. Um, critical moment to me because starting the game, too. So um, there's a lot of times where we, we didn't get the stops we wanted, um, missed opportunities, but, you know, we got some stops early and we got the one big one late. And, uh, you know, offensively, we, we were big in the critical moments. Uh, they cut it to three, and we have a nice drive, methodical drive, just kind of one player after the other. Um, Devin Culp getting the onside kick to start oh, the third huge quarter. Play. You know, that's a critical moment right there. Um, they, I actually thought the kick was pretty good. And uh, Devin, you know, snagged it and got hit and, you know, had, had, had to catch his wind after that one because, uh, you know, he got hit pretty good, you yeah. know, and we had to take him out there for a little bit. But um, just really proud of the way the guys were in critical moments. And now what you want to do is make it, uh, you know, to where you don't have as many critical moments, right, uh, by doing a better job of, you know, more of the game. Yeah, that I agree with you completely on that onside kick. It looked like that was a very recoverable one for Arizona. Devin Culp sacrificed his body. And then, you know, Washington takes advantage. Uh, you know, that middle eight that you're talking about, yeah. you get that opening kickoff of the third quarter secured, yeah. and you're able to go right down. And that's a 14-0 win for you in the middle eight um, in a game that ultimately you win by 10 points. So yeah. you, you can point to that as a difference maker. Yeah, you know, they uh, they scored um, in the second quarter there towards the end. And, you know, you think about they tie it 14-14, and the next time their offense steps on the field, they're down by 14 points. You know, that's that's kind of a tough one to swallow, you know. Uh, and so, you know, we, we did exactly what we wanted to do. We preached it hard and be even before, um, you know, finishing our offensive drive, going to the locker room, and guys executed. That was another critical moment. Uh, uh, I'd like to see this probably get out of bounds on one of the earlier plays to save a timeout, but um, our, we overcame and, and did a good job, uh, you know, with Sam finding his way in the end zone. And Mike trusted him and putting the ball out there because um, if we get tackled, uh, before the line, we probably, you know, don't have time to spike it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's been a tough one there. So uh, Mike made a good decision. You know, you put that in his hands. He's a veteran guy, and uh, he came through. Yeah. Big game for Sam Adams. Uh, exciting to see just that depth continue to develop in the running back room. But but wrapping this thing up, I want to go back to special teams. You know, Giles Jackson has been your, your kick and punt returner all season long. Got a little bit dinged against Arizona yep. State. Yep. We're seeing some some uh, new bodies there. And I think it was Rome that kind of came in in the Arizona State game on that duty. But, but in this game, we see Cam Davis on kick return, Jalen McMillan on punt return. What do you like about those two uh, in those situations? Well, it was just to help out with uh, – really there was quite a few – days of practice where we didn't have um, uh, Giles you know, from uh, the Arizona State game uh, and where he got dinged up a little bit. So, you know, you, you practice that week with those guys and they do a good job too. And, um, you know, it, uh, it relieved a little bit of Giles having to carry all that load, especially when you don't know if you what to what capacity you're going to have him. So um, they practiced well and got those opportunities, and, you know, Giles will get his opportunities again and get back in there. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we've got the uh, Cal Golden Bears coming up, a 7.35 kickoff down in Berkeley on Saturday night. We'll talk to Coach about the Cal Golden Bears when we continue with the Husky Football Coaches Show live from the Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor of the Graduate Seattle on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Saturdays are made for football, and when the game is on, we're finally off. <laughs> off duty, offline, out of office. 
At Cracked Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the nine to five, but worry about the fourth and one. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshments, made to chill. Proud partner of Husky Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Hello, dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf Root Zone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since 1965. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Air Van Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Welcome back to the Husky Football Coaches Show, live from the Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor of the Graduate Seattle Hotel. We are live in the U District with head coach Kalen DeBoer. And, hey, make sure you download the Go Huskies mobile app presented by Wafed Bank to access mobile ticketing, audio streaming, all team access. you got score schedules, breaking news on there. And you can also try our all-new purple and gold pick'em game to put your football predictions to the test. All right, Coach, uh, another night game on the road, this time against the Cal Golden Bears down in Berkeley. Uh, this is a really good defense. It's been a team historically that Washington has struggled to put up points against um, in the five years that I've been here. And uh, Justin Wilcox is just such a master on that side of the ball. He's got so much experience and, and seems to be leading another good Cal unit on that side. Yeah, I think you said it. And, uh, Coach Wilcox being a defensive guy and just – you can see there how consistent they are week in and week out. We, uh, you know, we showed the team, uh, you know, Tuesday when we got and dove into Cal that, uh, you know, they haven't given up really more than 34 points, I think, last week or last year. Um, TCU, yep, I think that's it was. Right. TCU. And so, uh, you know, we scored 31 last year in overtime. Um, but uh, really the 31 they gave up to Arizona earlier this mm -hmm. season, and that was a couple late scores. Mm -hmm. Um you know, or at least one late score uh, was really the the most they've given up, and so I think it's just a, you know you got a physicalness, uh, physicality to what they do. Um, there's just consistency. They're going to get lined up. Um, you know, they got enough little bells and whistles to where uh, they keep you off track, but for the most part, it's just good sound football. And um, you know, guy with guys that uh, I think you know there's some continuity. You know, whether it be you know coaching staff or uh, players. And, um, you know, we, we certainly got to play a really good football game down there. Cal is kind of a hard team to figure out. Um, in some ways, you can say, man, what's going on with these guys? They, they've, uh, they've lost to winless teams in back-to-back -back years now. Colorado last week, Arizona last year. On the other side, you can say, well, they went five and seven, and five of their losses were by seven points or less. They're in every single game that they play. They're really competitive. Um, it, it's just kind of a hard team to figure out, and it, and it seems like a team that uh, is is one of those upset maker type of teams. Yeah, I feel like you were in our meeting room on Tuesday. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, because, you know, they, they have had some ups and downs, and, you know, I'm very truthful with the team, and um, you know, the thing about it is, is every time they had kind of one of those downs, um, you can see that rebound come up. Yeah. So we know we're going to get Cal uh, 
you know, fighting, and they got their backs to the wall a little bit after this last week, uh, last couple weeks um, that they've had games. So uh, we know we're going to get their best shot, and, you know, we're going down there on the road, and we got something to, to kind of prove to ourselves as well, you know, because we're 0-2 yeah. away from Husky Stadium. So uh, we've been really – you know, there's a lot of different things uh, that we've, you know, we've had uh, that I feel good about, whether it be trying to overcome the the, the road issues, which, I mean, I don't know if they're really road issues. We played, I think UCLA's a really good team. I think yeah. we could have played much better against uh, Arizona State. But, um, you know, uh, that along with just, uh, you know, getting through this uh, week eight and, you know, actually, you know, we really haven't talked much about it, but, I think the guys probably know, you know, the bow eligibility thing too mm-hmm. is uh, right there around the corner. And then, um, you know, if we can go strong, uh, you talk about the middle eight. Uh, I've equated the middle eight of a game to the middle eight of where we're at in the season. Oh. You know, we got a bye week. And if we can go into the locker room or the bye week strong here um, and then uh, have, that, uh, have, that, have that break, that bye week, uh, and come out strong again, um, that can be huge for our momentum um, in this next two, three, four weeks. Yeah, no question. Uh, November is is loaded with rivalries. All of our Pacific Northwest rivals are all coming up in the month of November. Uh, it's all on the other side of the bye week, which is on the other side of this game. And so uh, it, it, it kind of feels like, you know, we, we talked last week how the season flies by so fast. And, and, yes, I know we're more than halfway, but it kind of feels like we're putting to bed the first part of the season here before we get into rivalry time uh, at the end. Yeah, yep, definitely. And and I think we are probably just um, here on the, the show talking more big picture and for the guys and the team, it's really about just right now. Yeah, you know, we sure. are so much um, other than just like, you know, talking about, hey, how, you know, the equating the middle eight to the, where we're at in the season. Um, we are all about just like this game, you know, go win a road game. It's uh, it's going to continue to build on the momentum that we got going after this last week's win. And, uh, you know, there's a piece, too, where we're getting a few more guys back, uh, hopefully getting a little healthier. Uh, we talked in the last segment about down and distance and how that can help out the defense. Uh, how how difficult is trying to get into those those good third down, down and distances when they've got a, a freshman running back and Jay Nod is, is, seems to be one of the better running backs out there? Yeah, he's really good. And so you got to – you got to do a good job um, just playing sound, you know. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're probably, when you look at them, probably a little more balanced than than some of the teams. Um, you know, they don't have a running quarterback like a UCLA would have had. They don't have the high-level passing game as Arizona, but the run game is much better. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this balance that they have in a quarterback who's played a lot of college football and uh, – you know, he can sling it and he can put it where it needs to be. I felt, felt like he was off just a little bit in the Colorado game, um, just short hops and balls and maybe had a little more pressure uh, right before he was ready to throw and it threw him off a little bit. But if they complete some of those, you know, even the last play of the game, um, I, mean, I really thought he put it on the money and their tight end, you know, should have caught it and it would have gone in double overtime, you know. So yeah. there's just a, a high level of play, I think, from their quarterback and what he's capable of. We're uh, familiar with him, uh, Coach Shep. You know, knows him from the Purdue days, and he's a transfer from there. So, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's going to be a challenge for us. There's no question. It starts with stopping the run. All right, we've got head coach Kalen DeBoer here. We've got Jalen McMillan, wide receiver for the Huskies, here as well. He'll join us when we come back in a moment, live from the Graduate Hotel in the U District on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of healthcare. UW Medicine, a higher degree of healthcare. Brown Family Vineyards is a proud partner of University of Washington Athletics. Founded by Husky grad Andrew Brown, this family-owned winery is committed to world-class production with its roots in Walla Walla, the heart of Washington wine country. With more than 100 critical scores of 90-plus points, every decision made from the vineyard to the bottle reflects a commitment to premium Washington State wine of exceptional quality and assures cellar-worthy vintages that stand the test of time. Stop by one of Brown's tasting rooms in downtown Walla Walla, Seattle's historic Pioneer Square, or Tacoma's Proctor District now through the end of September and mention Husky Athletics to receive a complimentary flight with any purchase of a full-price one. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. 
Hello, dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf Root Zone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since 1965. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Arizona's defense shifts up front. Four down linemen, snap to Penix. Looks near side, shoulder fake. Now he's going to gun it toward the end zone for Nick Millen. Right in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Washington. 23 yards and explosive to Jalen McMillan. And the dogs are 7 for 7 on opening drives this year. They take a 6-0 lead on the Wildcats. It's a great start for Washington this past weekend with hitting number 11 in the back of the end zone. Jalen McMillan joins us now live at the Graduate Hotel here on the Husky Football Coaches Show. And uh, Jalen, man, that, that's a number that I can't remember the last time I've seen any football team. Seven opening drives, seven touchdowns. Like, is there just a confidence that you guys are going to go out there, take the ball in the first possession, and punch it right in the end zone? Oh, it's a huge confidence. Um, I mean, really, we give it to Coach DeBoer and, um, you know, Coach Grubb, the whole coaching staff. They really have their own method of, you know, teaching us and um, helping us in different ways. So just all that accumulated into us just having so much confidence. Cool. Yep. I want to ask you, um, as a Fresno guy, yep. right, you're, you're Fresno, born and bred, what was your first reaction when uh, when Coach DeBoer got the job here at the University of Washington? First reaction was like, dang, that's home. You know, <laughs> you have Fresno coming to Washington now. Um, but it was also just, it was a lot of love. And, you know, um, just him being here and, you know, just the fact that Fresno came to Seattle is kind of like a great part of my story. So, you know, I loved every second of it. Did you guys know each other before? I, or? I, I remember uh, walking, I've shared this with him a, a little bit, but I remember watching spring ball at his high school, but he was a baseball player. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, we knew all about him, obviously, but uh, um, he was, he was at that time, above and beyond uh, what we probably had the opportunity as far as getting him at Fresno State. So, uh, I remember watching him run around in the outfield there during practice one day and uh, went over and watched uh, the rest of spring football. But uh, knew who he was, obviously, through the entire career he had in high school. I, I went back through your Twitter timeline, and November 29th, you retweet the news that Coach DeBoer is going to be the next head coach of Washington, and you put a little comment. You said, hey, I know you, a little yeah. winky face there. So, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, it, it had to be pretty cool. I, I know you just described it, but for, for, for that kind of connection uh, that you had already had through the recruiting process, to know that, hey, this is going to be the guy leading the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was dope. It just had, I had a lot of relief in my system and just – Having Coach DeBoer and Coach Grubb come from Fresno is just crazy to me. It's it's so random. It's just like, <laughs> wow. It so, is. yeah. Uh, Coach had just mentioned you were playing baseball. Uh, I've heard from your family that you're a heck of a baseball player. Like, you, really? You, yes, you really, really could be a baseball Did you know Coach played minor league baseball? No, I didn't know that. He, he's 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 probably a better baseball player. <laughs> I, I know he, he's a really good baseball player. I remember watching him. What impresses you about his baseball game? Well, he's just so athletic. All the things you see, football, it just transfers over, hand-eye coordination, you know, being able to roam around and just fly around and make plays, um, catch the ball. I mean, it's just tracking it. You know, he's just yeah. uh, really good that way. That's what I remember seeing in that practice that he was at. Uh, when I when I walk by uh, the baseball field, Jalen, you ever miss having a glove or, or uh, a bat in your hand? There'll be some days where I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, baseball was so fun, um, but you know, high school, you know, some situations didn't really go. COVID happened, so mm. I mean, it kind of took my mind off of baseball. So I really just focused on football. 
Yeah, um, interesting. So it, it, was it kind of that timeline that, that pushed you in the football-only direction, or were yeah. you before that, were you considering trying to do two sports? Uh, I was considering to do uh, yeah. baseball and football. But, you know, um, when COVID happened, I didn't get to have my senior year for mm -hmm. baseball. So then I kind of got distracted, and, you know, I was like, my heart is more in football. So. Yeah. What were you playing? Center field? Center field. Okay. I'm Any a nasty shortstop, though. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get with it. You know? <laughs> I could see him going into the hole, backhanding it, and then yeah. rifling over to first base. Yeah. You got a strong arm? I got those, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, ever have a, a throw from center field uh, into the bucket at home plate? Nah, nobody really wanted to go on me. Oh, know? okay. Yeah, they're always pulling up. A lot of stop signs at third, huh? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I hear you. Um, you know, Coach gets this job, and, and I know a big thing for him right away was, you know, we need to talk to the guys that are here about staying here and what our vision for the future is. And, you know, looking back, I know uh, Jalen Polk, uh, put out on Twitter in late December, he was like, feel me when I say this, we will be playing next year around this time. And you were like, he ain't wrong about that. Yeah, he, tell me what it was that you were experiencing last December as these guys were kind of in that recruitment phase with um, all the players. Um, I was low-key scared, I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Um, you know, when, when your coaching staff previously just up and leaves, it's – you know, you're kind of just stuck there and not knowing what to do. But, um, you know, thankfully with, you know, prayer and um, talking to my family and uh, Jalen Polk, me and him having conversations. And, um, you know, me and Coach DeBoer having conversations, me and Coach Grubb, you know, just just for all that, I was able to, you know, come to the realization that this is home and, you know, this is where I need to put my love. What were some of the things that you heard in your conversations uh if, if you're willing to share that that made you feel like yeah I mean I I can I can re-up here, here um, I mean the main conversation for me that changed everything was um, uh, me and coach Grubbs conversation he kind of um, we, we didn't talk about any football uh, he, he talked about events that happened in his life and mm -hmm. events that you know he had to overcome and it kind of just opened a hole and you know um, he was able to tell me just how he got over adversity so just hearing that story of his and um, that deep conversation we had was something touching to me. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it seems like you have a, a, a deep connection, not just with Coach Grubb, but with a, a lot of people on this team and on this staff. Um, how important is that to you in this whole process? I mean, I know some people, it, college football might just be an audition for the next level, but it seems like for you, there's a lot of real authentic relationships here. Um, I mean, you got to value who's in your corner. Um, Coach DeBoer, you know, he's highly valued to me. Um, he's in my corner. He'll, he supports me through anything. Um, you know, I have a drop during a game or, um, you know, anything goes wrong. He's there to always tell me that to overcome the adversity again. But um, just keeping those people close to me is what I really need. So, yeah. I think one thing, and I just got to jump in here because what I see from Jalen is, is the, the, one of the coolest things besides the playmaking is – how excited he is for the success of others, mm. you know, and the energy he brings our team, not just the offense, but I just think, you know, he's a guy that's just running around. He just, he's just, you know, half crazy sometimes, but, you know, <laughs> just, he's just running around and, you know, it, it might be, I mean, a freshman, let's say Denzel Boston catching, yeah. catching a touchdown practice uh, in practice, you know, and, I mean, he will scream all the way down the field and, you know, celebrate with Denzel, you know. And that's just how he is, you know. And, and that's how it is in games, too. Um, Rome's got a lot of attention the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Jalen's the first guy that's going to be loving him up. And, you know, the next one uh, is coming his way. And Rome's going to do the same thing to him. Yeah. It's cool that uh, they got that, uh, that partner in crime kind of relationship and love for each other. But uh, his enthusiasm for – um, what guys are doing um, to help make our team successful and the success they have individually. It's so genuine and authentic. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know you you and Jalen Polk, I think, did you decide together that you were going to come back? Because uh, I, I think I saw your messages kind of come out the same day that you were, you were going to come back. Yeah, nah, we didn't really decide together, but okay. we, we went through that process together. Uh-huh, okay. So you, you put your messages out that, hey, we're back, and I think Rome is still kind of floating out there. And then um, I think Coach Shepard gets announced as the new wide receiver coach the next week after you say we're back. Yeah. And I think the next day, Rome's in. And so, you know, from that moment on, like, like what's your mentality is like, okay, 
I've got I've got Uno, I've got Dose, and I've got Coach Shepard now, and like now we're ready to rock. Uh, what's your mentality at that point on, knowing that you guys are coming back? Just to soak up as much information from him as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, when Coach Shepard came here, um, I obviously knew about his reputation and how good of a coach he is, but um, my main goal was to, you know, just suck up as much information, learn as much as I can, um, you know, just dissect his mind, see what he has to say. When you're talking about crazy energy, I mean, <laughs> do you get it from Coach Shep? Does he get it from you? Like, I mean, what, <laughs> what's going on there? I get it from Shep. You get Shep it from crazy. Shep? Shep crazy, man. Yeah, he gets the mic at uh, Raise the Wolf and just starts screaming at everybody in oh. attendance. And, I mean, it's just – it's so it's fun to be around, though. It's inspiring to me. I, I, I can only imagine it's a, a thousandfold for you. I mean, it's – the energy, he, he, the thing is, he comes with that energy every day. There's not one day where he's not going to be like that. Yeah. So, I mean, when I wake up at 6 in the morning, I'm tired. There go Coach Shep, screaming in the receiver room, <laughs> yelling, you know, telling me to, you know, be ready for practice. But, yeah, definitely the energy. Yeah, he and Coach Sheridan were getting you guys coming out of the tunnel today. Oh, yeah. 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 What's yeah. going on there? Um, so, we, is it ball security? Like, you run through the yeah. – so, ball security will – right before practice start, there'll be somebody throwing a football at us, and we got to run through, um, like, jugs so we don't mm-hmm. fumble. The um, gauntlet, yeah. Yeah. So, Shep and Sheridan, I, I come off with my helmet off. JP has, like, his shoes untied. They're, like, screaming at us. They're making us stop. Put my helmet on. I got to come out ready to practice. Like, they're just goofy. They're just goofy. Oh, man. It's a fun crew. Uh, and it, it's fun to win. It's fun to have big offensive numbers. Uh, I can only imagine you're having a lot of fun out there on the field this oh, year. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we've got Jalen McMillan with us, head coach Kalen DeBoer. More with J-Mac when we continue in a moment. Live from the Husky Football Coaches Show. And, hey, real quick, want to remind you, save the date as the Huskies make their return to Montlake on Friday, November 4th, to face Oregon State in the annual Salute to Service game honoring our veterans presented by BECU. Kickoff set for 7.30 p.m. For tickets and info, go to GoHuskies.com slash tickets. This is Husky Football from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, ten big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. It's time to bring the big game to your backyard with battery power made by steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just $199.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real steel. Find yours. All prices SNWSRP. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. Hello, dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf Root Zone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since 1965. Flings the sidearm pass, wide open, Jalen McMillan up the left sideline, there he goes, at the 30, at the 20, Jalen McMillan's going to house this thing, 83 yards, touchdown Washington, the fourth 99-yard scoring drive in 
Husky history makes it 20 to nothing Washington over Portland State. Tony, I'm giving you all the credit. Well, welcome back to the uh, Husky Football Coaches Show. We're live at the Graduate Hotel Seattle in the U District. Jalen McMillan's joining us along with head coach Kalen DeBoer. Jalen, 83-yard uh, touchdown against Portland State, a 99-yard scoring drive. Uh, I feel like I feel like there was a moment before you even caught that pass that you knew that you were going to take that thing the distance. At least from our vantage point, looking down, you'd pretty clearly had your man beat. What was it like in that moment? to know that, like, I'm about to score the longest touchdown in my career. <laughs> um, I mean, I knew that the O-line was going to do their job. I knew that the quarterback – I knew Mike was going to throw a dime, of course. Um, and plus, we had repped that play all, all week in practice. So, um, just Coach Grubb being honest about our alignments and how we run the play helped us a lot. But, um, yeah, that play was switch, switch vert. Switch vert? Yeah, switch verts. And, um, yeah, we got it done. I'm glad you brought up Mike because, I mean, his numbers are off the charts. He's, he's been insane. he's been incredible this year. Um, tell me what it was like getting to know him and, and you know, for a guy to, to come in and be a co-captain who's coming from the outside, like for him to this quickly integrate with the team and, and just immediately have everybody's respect. Um, I think it was the way we embraced him. Mm. Uh, when he first came, uh, I want to say things were – not shaky, but of course he's a little nervous about it. But um, you know, we accept him right away. We love we love him. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a great leader too. Uh, we'll be at practice, and let's say I drop a ball, he'll 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 yell in my face. You know, he'll make sure I get right, and um, he just holds everybody accountable. Hmm. And that's one thing we respect about him a lot. Seems like with the road games kind of falling behind uh there's never been a, a loss of confidence that hey we can go right back and get back in this thing either right. i mean to me it, it looks like a very confident bunch that that also doesn't lose itself i mean one of the things that impressed me was you're down by three scores at ucla but what do you do you go out there and you have like a six minute scoring drive where you still just keep doing your thing right down the field yeah. how much of that is is just the confidence that mike uh, you know, it imparts on you guys? Um, I mean, again, just Mike's mentality and, you know, how he approaches games and the things he says to us, um, you know, they really keep us intact. And plus his calm nature. Mm. Um, you never see him get too high. You never see him get too low. He's the same guy every time. So um, just him being calm and him being um, just the smooth guy he is, we could, we could trust him and just rely on him a lot. More with Jalen McMillan and Coach uh, Kalen DeBoer when we continue live on the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Saturdays are made for football, and when the game is on, we're finally off. <laughs> off duty, offline, out of office. A Correct Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9 to 5, but worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshments, made to chill. Proud partner of Husky Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. We're back, dogs, and University Bookstore has everything Husky fans need to gear up for the return of football season. Shop the largest selection of officially licensed Husky gear from top brands like Adidas, Champion, Tommy Bahama, and even more exclusive gear only available at University Bookstore and ubookstore.com. University Bookstore is 100% Husky, 100% official, and 100% you. Stop by our store or visit ubookstore.com for the best selection of official Husky gear today. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. It's time to bring the big game to your backyard. With battery power made by steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just $199.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices SNW SRP.
Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists. A proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. Davis from right to left. There's a snap to Penix. Penix in the pocket. Will gun it deep down the field. Looking for McMillan. The one-handed catch at the 10-yard line. A late flag flies. It's going to be a first and goal for the Huskies. A beauty of a ball by Michael Penix as they beat Chester Kimbrough right down the right side of the field. That was a catch against Michigan State as uh, the Dogs got off to this 5-2 and two start. Thanks in part to our guest right here, Jalen McMillan, who joins me in the uh, Coach DeBoer here on the Coach's Show. Hey, I want to talk a little family uh, with you. I I know your mom, Belinda, is uh, one of the biggest impacts on your life. Tell me about what she means to you. Um, She's my rock. You know, she's been there through everything with me, whether it was, uh, you know, buying all my baseball baseball gear or paying for my baseball expenses, you know, all that. you know, whether it was playing catch, you know, she taught me how to catch a ball. She's just, she's the strongest person I know. Um, mm. I mean, I have so much to say to where it's just, I, I could go on for yeah forever, but um, just the mentality she puts into me. She always, um, she always makes sure I know that I'm the best. Mm. Um, she never wants me to think low of myself. You know, she always, uh, she always wants me to work hard and she just I just love it ultimate encouragement huh she's the best yeah that's awesome how hard is it to be you know uh everybody has to go to college at some point or grow up or leave the nest or whatever but you know I'm sure she comes up to games and stuff when she can but you know you're good thousand miles away maybe 800 miles away up here in Seattle you know what's what's that been like um it gets hard sometimes, yeah. but, um, you know, I can always FaceTime her or text her. Yep. And plus, um, she under- understands the fact that I'm on a mission, um, and, you know, I'm never going to shy away from that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can deal with it. Yeah. You've been pretty open about um, what your family's gone through here this past August, the passing of your, your grandfather, Hurl, your opa. And um, you were his first grandchild. I know you were really close to him. How, how has that kind of affected you this season? I, know, I saw you point up to the sky after your first touchdown just yeah. tell me about uh how that's affected you this year as you make your way through your junior season um it's given me a lot of motivation mm-hmm. uh you know prior to his death um me and him had so many conversations about this upcoming season and um you know just his goals for me and you want what he wants to see me do mm-hmm. um so i feel like i feel like i'm on a mission to accomplish those goals yeah 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 You've, you've had a heck of a year so far, and it's been really fun to watch. And, Coach, I mean, I, I know that you've known Jalen for one season here, um, but it's just the growth that, that we've gotten to see over the last three uh, and the growth I'm sure that you've been able to see up close over the last year uh, has, I'm sure, been it's, inspiring to watch. It's in every way. It's in every way. And um, we've had talks, and, you know, the sky's the limit because of, you know, how he's grown, uh, you know, in his maturity and just uh, – you know, you hear you hear the heartfelt things he says. That's that's Jalen. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you love about him. Is him just sitting here, just soaking it all in. You know, and thinking about what what he's been through. Because um, this this isn't just something that happened. You know, in August. I mean, it's yeah, it's been a process. You know, and it's been hard for him. And uh, family's really important. And um, when he says that uh, he's got extra motivation, um, I can promise you that it uh, it's a big part of why he's playing at the level he's playing you know he's digging deep for uh opa you know and uh um you know his uh talent speaks for itself you know and uh the hard work he puts in is uh you know gonna take him from being great to you know the best and Hmm. so uh i mean i love this guy you know this guy's got got heart um belong beyond uh what people even really realize but i think they're starting to see it come out you know they're starting to see it come out uh this season and you know, we got some games ahead yet, and uh, can't wait to see more of it. Yeah, no doubt about it. So I want to ask you a little bit about your Husky football family now. Uh, who is your flexi bestie? 
<laughs> oh, my flexi bestie is uh, Mr. Jalen Polk. Okay. <laughs> What's flexi bestie all about? Um, so <laughs> basically, flexi bestie is um, it's a phrase I use to uh, not piss off Jalen, but, <laughs> but but just to just to get an edge on him, you know. Um, there'll be times where we're in practice, the beginning of practice, and. Uh, We'll be stretching. So we all stretch as a position group in, mm -hmm. a, in a circle. And uh, we'll partner stretch and, you know, I'll stretch his hamstrings and his calves and all that. But um, <laughs> when I first said it, he was, like, mad. He was like, he was like, bro, what are you saying? Like, why would you say that? Why would you say flexi yeah. bestie? And then, uh, then, I, then it clicked. I'm like, okay, that, that aggravated him a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm now a, you got to do it all the time. I'm going to wait till somebody comes. <laughs> somebody came and I was like, hey, you know who this is, right? You know, it's my flexi bestie. <laughs> Ever since then, it just, <laughs> I've just been saying it. And it gets, I gets under his skin. It's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, yeah. I, I know you've got uh, a, a brotherhood with Rome. You guys kind of came into the same class yeah. and went through all this together. Your, your first year was a COVID year. It was all craziness, right? But you've got crazy similar numbers. We've got about 30 seconds left in the show. But as, as I, I look at this one-two combo that you guys have, how fun is it to just have him on the other side of the line knowing that it just makes you guys twice more dangerous? Oh, it's crazy. Um, there'll be times where we're huddled, huddled up before a play or before a drive, and, um, you know, he'll look at me. And it's been we've been doing this since probably my freshman year, but um, he'll look at me and he'll be like, uh, shine today, 11. And then I'll look at him and I'll be like, do your thing, you know. But um, it's just we, we instill it into each other. Yeah. And, you know, just me seeing him ready to go makes me ready to go. So his yeah. energy's off the charts. I love it. Hey, Jalen McMillan, great stuff. Wide receiver for the dogs. Head coach Kalen DeBoer as well. Washington is at Cal coming up 735 kickoff from Berkeley on Saturday. Our pregame coverage statewide on the network will be at 530 on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. This has been the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. The Husky Football Coaches Show was brought to you by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network.